This episode is sponsored by Podcorn. Podcorn made it so easy for me to monetize my podcast by getting a sponsor literally the same day I signed up. I couldn't wait to share this experience with you because I know some of you have your own podcast or are dying to start one and the process to find a sponsor was so confusing to me prior to using Podcorn. Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities such as host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. The great thing about Podcorn is there's no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right on the platform, set their own rates, and collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. You'll never give up any rights to your podcast, and Podcorn is here to support you at every step and ensure you're protected and compensated for the work you do for brands. So if you've been wondering how the heck to find a sponsorship for your podcast, be sure to click the link in my show notes to sign up for Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities right away. Hi girl, welcome back to the Candid Confidence Podcast, or maybe it's your first time listening and either way, I'm so glad to have you, so glad you found us today and decided to tune in. I have kind of a special episode today. I was interviewed on the Blush and Blonde podcast with Kayla O'Neill. And I decided to take that clip and put it over on my podcast so you can listen to the interview. We talk all about confidence for career. So especially for starting new jobs, we talk about interview techniques. We talk about confidence for those icky conversations with your boss. So lots of good stuff here, lots of juicy information. And yeah, so happy Thursday, by the way. I'm doing two episodes a week now. So I'm gonna have episodes airing every Sunday and Thursday. That being said, let me know what else you guys want to hear about on the podcast. Let me know what you want to hear more about. Shoot me a DM over on the gram at candid.confidence and let me know what you want to hear. And so excited for you to listen to this episode with Kayla. Hey guys, it's Kayla and I'm here with a very special guest today, Leah Party. She is a confidence coach, blogger, podcaster, and the face of her brand, Candid Confidence. You can find her at Candid Confidence on Instagram, and her podcast is also Candid Confidence with Leah Party. She's here today to talk to us about having confidence in our careers. We're going to touch on some topics that I think a lot of people are struggling with in their careers, whether you're working at your first job or you're well into your career. So I met Leah a few months ago in a Facebook group, and we did a few sessions together, and I'm just so appreciative for her. Um, When I started my podcast, I was definitely struggling with getting my confidence up and feeling comfortable just sharing my podcast with others and also just opening up and being comfortable sharing my thoughts with you guys. So it's definitely not easy to just sit in front of your microphone and talk about yourself and your thoughts and feelings for like half an hour. So she definitely helped me through some of the things I was struggling with and I think she can help a lot of you guys too. So Leah, do you want to tell us a little bit about how you got into what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for the introduction. Um, yeah, podcasting is, is definitely challenging. It's I found it so much harder at first than like blogging or posting on Instagram. It just felt so vulnerable because you're just like speaking and um, yeah, so definitely, definitely something good to share there. But yeah, so um, as you mentioned, I'm a confidence coach. How I got into that really to kind of sum it up, I wasn't too into the personal development world until after college. So after college, I bounced around a little bit, ended up in sales, and sales is a constant stepping out of your comfort zone every single day adventure. So I quickly realized 
everything I was doing on the day-to-day basis, walking into businesses, asking to speak with the owner, trying to set up a meeting with someone, often with an audience watching you get rejected. Um, so dealing with that, calling people on the phone for hours at a time at the office, just getting rejected over and over and over. And I quickly realized that it was building my confidence as a person, as a whole. So I, I realized that when you're stepping out of your comfort zone, um, that's how you grow as a person and that's how you build up that confidence. So I became so interested with that. And I noticed that having that type of a career was really helping me. And so I got into sales management. And so I was teaching my employees the same concept, right? And trying to work with them through confidence. I realized very quickly in sales that confidence was the reason you got the sale or did it. Did you believe in yourself or not? That shows. And it's truly 99% of everything in life. So I was teaching this to my employees and helping them bust through their comfort zones, helping them work through limiting beliefs and self-doubt just on the day-to-day with sales. And through that, I was getting more and more interested in personal development. So I was reading, I was listening to podcasts, I was, I discovered meditation and manifestation, law of attraction, kind of that whole world. And I was like, I need to share this with more people. Um, I, I just had like an obsession with it and I love the transformation that I was experiencing through it. So I decided to start my company, Candid Confidence. I started a blog first, and then it kind of grew into a podcast. I became a certified life coach. And now what I do is I coach women on busting through limiting beliefs, overcoming self-doubt, getting through overthinking um, is a big one. So just helping them with all of the things in life that tell us we can't have what we want and learning that that's all a lie. Um, that's all that is, is just our ego part of our brain, just helping us stay safe and stay small and stay in our comfort zones. And that's not where we want to be. So I, I love helping women think bigger and dream bigger. Um, and really developing confidence helps you do all of that and helps you basically create any life that you want. So that's kind of how I got into what I do now. Um, absolutely love it. And I'm really excited to talk about how we can tie that into career success. Yeah, that's awesome. I know that sales does take a ton of confidence. That's something that I don't think I could ever do. I've never been a fan of sales. Um, so I can see how that would definitely require you to build your confidence up. Um, and I just think that's so cool that you just kind of started a whole brand out of all of it just because you were going through it and you saw kind of the need for it. So I just think that's really cool. And I know that you've helped a lot of people. So I really appreciate you being us with us here today to talk to us about it. Um, the first topic that I wanted to get into is something that I think everybody has gone through, and that's just applying and interviewing for a job because obviously that's the first step into getting into your job and a lot of times the most nerve-wracking for a lot of people. So what are your tips for being confident going into a job interview? Yeah, I love this question. Obviously, your audience can definitely benefit from this. Everyone can can benefit from learning how to interview without being super terrified. Um, And really, regardless of what the position is that you're interviewing for, confidence is a huge part of it. Absolutely. Because this person... Yeah, it says this person, and I've done hundreds and hundreds of interviews in my career, so I've been kind of on both sides of the table there. Being confident with interviewing, first, I guess the first and foremost thing is the way to grow confidence with anything is to do it over and over and accept that sometimes it's not going to go great, but just to almost 
almost learn to enjoy that process and learn to crave challenges in the day-to-day life. So applying to as many jobs as possible, applying to jobs that you're not qualified for, applying to jobs that scare you, applying for the promotion at work that scares you, Um, just putting yourself out there as much as possible, applying for jobs you know you might not take, you're not super interested in, just to get the interview experience, right? So just putting yourself out there um, and also just doing anything that you can think of through the day-to-day that's anything similar to an interview. So it might be going to your boss and asking them, you know, a tough question or, you know, um, having an awkward conversation with, like, your family member or your cousin that you know you have to talk to about that thing, but you're you're wanting to put it off. Like, doing anything that's remotely similar to an interview, which basically is having awkward conversations, (laughs) to practice and just to, like, learn to, like, live in that and to love it and to just look for situations where you can challenge yourself. Um, Just to, like, push yourself out of the comfort zone as much as possible. That way, when you're in the interview situation, you're already used to those type of things and those awkward conversations. And I actually heard a quote recently that said, your success in life is defined by the number of awkward conversations you're willing to have. And I think Love that's that. so true. <laughs> yeah, so, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But in the actual interview, um, you know, I know that we, we talked a little bit before this about just dressing confidently for, for an interview. Um, mm-hmm. That's part of it. And really just wearing something that makes you feel good. Um, so getting yourself into like those feelings before you go in, I would say visualization would be huge for, for the interview process. So mm-hmm. talking yourself up, telling yourself you got the job, embodying those feelings of already having been told, yes, you got the job. So like imagining what that would feel like and almost tricking your subconscious mind into believing that you already got the job. So like visualizing yourself walking out of the interview and calling your mom and saying, mom, I killed it. It went so good. Just kind of like practicing those scenarios in your mind. Again, it just tricks your subconscious. Your subconscious mind does not understand the difference between real and imagined. So that's why scary movies like are literally terrifying. Like I'm terrified when I'm watching a scary movie, even though consciously I know that that zombie's not real. It feels real because our subconscious doesn't know the difference. So when you visualize success and you visualize things going well, things going the right way, that awkward conversation with your aunt went fine and everything turned out great, and then applying that same thing to the interviews, you'll go into it. You'll just be building on that confidence um, because your subconscious mind will kind of play off of that, and it'll be convincing you that it's going to go the way you want it to go. And if you believed 100% that you were going to get that job, Think about how you would feel walking in, right? You have this energy to you, this confident energy. You'd be able to answer their questions with ease. You'd make that interviewer feel more comfortable, and that's what's going to ultimately get you the job. So it kind of goes full circle there. So I would definitely say stepping out of the comfort zone as much as possible, looking for awkward conversations to have with anybody. I don't care if it's like a stranger on the street, and you're like, I want to go compliment her, but I'm nervous. Like, go do it. And then visualizing, visualizing everything that you're nervous about in life going right and like pretending it already went well and just embodying those feelings. Yeah, I love that. Um, I know that's a big part. Like whenever me and you talk, you say, you know, to visualize things and that always really helps and just just kind of imagine the situation like already happening. So I do love that a lot. Um, And I think that's like such a good tip. Like imagine you've already got the job because obviously like if you're feeling like, you've already got the job, like, wow, you're on top of the world, (laughs) like, you really feel good going into it, 
Um, do you have anything that you do, like, before an interview? I know some people, like, they have, like, a song they listen to or, like, they do something to, like, pump them up for the interview. Do you do anything like that or do you have any tips like that? Hmm. Um, I would say... Do you, like, meditate or is there anything that you do, like, specifically before an interview? Yeah, I mean, I haven't, I haven't gone to an interview in, in quite some time, a couple of years, yeah. but if I... No, that's fine. <laughs> visualization in a meditative state where I'm just practicing like feeling how it would feel to to like nail it um I would talk to myself in the car on the way to the interview pretending I'm talking to my husband saying babe oh my god it went so good I felt so confident the whole time I know the interviewer loved me I answered all the questions the job was better than I even thought it was gonna be and they offered me the job on the spot so like I would be just like playing that up and getting into that energy um, of pretending it already happened, and um, yeah, I would say also pump yourself up with some music, right? Listen to like Ariana Grande, yeah, whatever makes you feel confident. <laughs> There's like a big um, connection in our brain with music. It's why babies automatically like dance. You ever notice like babies aren't taught to dance; they just like move their body because like yeah, that's so yeah, true. It, the music, certain music, makes the brain it releases like hormones. So listen to like some Jay Z or Ariana Grande or Beyonce <laughs> and just like get yourself pumped up through that. Love that. So after the interview, we are on top of the world. We've got the job. Now for me, this is where the nerves come in. I'm not somebody who actually gets super nervous for interviews. I don't know why. I don't mind talking to strangers and I don't really get nervous in an interview setting because I, I enjoy conversation with people. Um, but for me, it's like actually starting the new job is where the nerves come in. I start getting nervous about like talking to new coworkers and asking questions about the job and like just kind of being in like a new setting. So what kind of advice do you have for that? Because that's where my nerves really come in. Yeah, it's funny. I, I actually was just working with a client a few weeks ago who was starting a new job and kind of the same thing with, with nerves of like wanting to be liked by everybody, wanting to like interact with a new boss and showed the boss immediately that she was promotable for example like starting with that energy right Mm -hmm. away so one thing that I had her work on is journaling and I'm a huge proponent of journaling it's helped me so much in my life and so what I had her do is literally at night before she went to bed just writing out a few you know paragraphs of um, oh my gosh I just had my first day at my new job it went so good everyone was so nice I went to lunch with a new co-worker and it was amazing it wasn't awkward at all the new boss you know took me out for coffee and like just like kind of the same thing as the other question but like doing different practices and routines and techniques to just work confidence into your subconscious mind Um, the subconscious it it generates at least 95 percent of our decision making so that's where like emotions come from and everything comes from and when we can just continually train our subconscious to believe in us that's going to transform our entire world. So that was one of the big things that I had um, this client work through was just journaling and, and writing things out and, um, you know, getting up in the morning and, and just writing a few sentences about like, oh my gosh, today went so good. I absolutely love this job. Everyone at the office is so nice. Um, you know, I, I talked to three new coworkers today and, and got invited to happy hour. Just like kind of getting yourself into that mood um, through journaling. Journaling is 
Yeah, I love that. Um, so what tips do you have as far as somebody like who's nervous to maybe go to their boss with a problem or like a question that they're kind of nervous to ask about or like they don't want to feel like dumb for lack of a better word for asking the question what kind of tips do you have for that because I feel like that's something that a lot of people kind of struggle with at a new job because they don't want to seem like not qualified for the job that they were just hired for and um so like what kind of tips do you have for that yeah so I I definitely experienced that um I can remember very clearly my first job after college feeling that way really nervous around my boss um but I would say you know if you're experiencing that um it's kind of, I wish there was a magical bean I could, I could give someone for that, but it's like almost like, okay, you know, I've identified something I'm afraid of, let's go do it. Like convince yourself that it's fun to find challenges and it's fun to go out there and put yourself in awkward situations and then doing it more on top of what you're already doing just to get yourself used to it. Um, so just challenging yourself to go and talk to people that makes you afraid. Um, but you could do kind of, kind of again, like with the visualization and the journaling, just, just getting yourself so used to like the belief that it's going to go your way. So like before I would have an awkward conversation with my boss, like maybe, you know, speaking it into existence, speaking to yourself on your drive to work or, um, looking in the mirror while you're getting ready and talking to yourself as if you're explaining how good it went or, um, just doing affirmations, I think, could be really huge here, too. So just telling yourself um, different affirmations, like, everything always works out for me in perfect timing, or um, everything always goes better than I expect it will. Just, like, saying those things to yourself over and over and how that can actually help you to rewire your brain for confidence so that you can start to believe things are going to go your way. Um, and then just trying to remind yourself that, you know, your, your, your brain is hardwired to always be wanting you to stay so comfortable it does not want you talking to anyone new it wants you like living in a bubble sitting on your couch it just it, it's gonna perceive things that aren't actually dangerous as dangerous it, it could be the most stupid little situation but the reason we feel afraid of it is because it's out of the comfort zone so just reminding yourself of that um maybe like studying that or listening to podcasts like this one that are personal development just to remind yourself that okay is this actually dangerous like I know I'm feeling afraid right now I have this anxiety in my chest all right ego I see you there like I see you trying to keep me safe thank you so much but I got this and like remind yourself that that's why your brain is is trying to keep you safe and small by doing that that's so interesting um I know another thing that you told me because I was just starting my job kind of whenever we first spoke and I was talking about like you know just approaching my boss approaching like different subjects and I know you just mentioned like think about after you ask him and you get your answer how much better you're going to feel like how much more confident in your job you're going to feel knowing you got that answer from your boss mm -hmm. rather than sitting there wondering like wow like what should I be doing with this like am I doing it right um you're just going to feel better like about yourself and about the work that you're doing once you get a clear answer and just kind of visualizing that and feeling more confident kind of helps. That's like the advice you gave me. So I just wanted to mention that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It kind of goes, it's kind of like the same things I feel like, mm -hmm. but yeah, it really, really works. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Um, the next topic I think is a really cool one, especially for this podcast, because I feel like I have 
Um, a good bit of young listeners, people just graduating college and going into their first, like, real job after school. And this is, like, a topic also that kind of gets me, and it's just being the youngest in your company or your department, because I feel like whenever you go into, like, corporate settings, I don't really work in, like, a corporate setting. I work in a really small company. But I feel like whenever you go into corporate settings, like, everybody just seems older than you. They all seem more experienced than you. And it's just very intimidating. So I was just wondering what kind of tips you had on just being the youngest going into a setting like that. Yeah, I definitely experienced that quite a bit. Um, I ended up working in sales. I, I ended up getting a management job probably around, I want to say I was, I guess I was 25. And I was like at least 10 years younger than almost everybody. And so I would go to these corporate trainings. I'd be in this conference room setting for like days at a time. And I was usually one of the only women, sometimes the only woman, and I was like 10, 15, 20 years younger than most people, so totally have been there. Um, I would say, I mean, just kind of reminding yourself, like, how cool that actually is. Like, that's a really good thing. If you're the youngest in the room, you know, you're probably in a good room. You want to be able to learn from these people, Um, but definitely that can lead to a lot of the feelings of, you know, do I belong here? Is this a fluke that I even got this job? You know, am I worthy of this? Um, so just kind of playing off of that, just, you have to just remind yourself over and over. It almost can become like a game for you to just constantly tell yourself, you know, why you're worthy of it. Um, and just even with like journaling with that, like make a list of all the reasons you are qualified for that. Make a list of all the reasons why you're good at your job. Um, trying to just get yourself to believe it by just over and over, practicing it, saying out loud, journaling on it. Um, and when you're in the situation, you know, just just own it. Just remind yourself that everyone in the room is probably just looking at you thinking, wow, I wish I was at that point in my career, you know, at that age. So I would definitely say own it, love it, and just learn to have fun with it and remind yourself that the feelings that you have of, of worrying what other people are thinking, everyone else has those too, and everyone's literally just sitting around worrying about how they look while you're worrying about how, how, how they're thinking about you. Right. Yeah, that's so true. Like, people are so much more self-involved than I think we realize. Yeah. So I definitely can see that because there's so many times where we feel like, oh my gosh, people are noticing this and that about me, and like, they're all just wrapped up in themselves in the first exactly. place. Exactly. So. Everyone's just worried about it. Like, especially if I learned one thing from doing this line of work, it's literally people have so much more self-doubt within themselves than, than we realize on the outside. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of just natural, like, to see somebody, like, for instance, in a corporate setting, seeing, you know, a person that you work with and just kind of assuming, like, oh, they know so much more, like, they are very qualified for the job, whenever they probably have the same exact feelings as exactly. you. Um, but I think because, like, they just, you know, they show up, they put on the nice clothes, they sit at their desk, and, like, they just look the part, and you're like, oh, well, then they must be qualified, when they're probably having the same feelings as you in the first place. Yeah, exactly. So, that's definitely something, just kind of realizing that, that has helped me, that, like, literally everybody feels just like that, so. So true. Yeah, so the next thing I wanted to talk about, um, is something that I think, people can relate to no matter what stage of their career they're in 
and it's imposter syndrome. I know a lot of people deal with that. So can you kind of explain to us what that is and how people can kind of combat it? Yes, I love talking about imposter syndrome. Um, what's really interesting about this, like you said, almost everyone experiences this. I think we're taught that it's mostly women, but I know a lot of guys that deal with this as well. And it's really, you know, that concept of us just not believing we're worthy of our accomplishments. So an interesting example, um, I was reading about some different um, celebrities who experienced this, and Emma Watson, I get her mixed up with Emma Roberts, but Emma Watson from Harry Potter, yeah, um, she like stated in an article that she, like, she was interviewed and she said she describes it as being hired for a star role in a movie, getting there on set on the first day and being terrified of being fired, thinking, oh my God, they cast the wrong person. This had to be a mistake. Like, I can't be here, you know, this can't be right. Like, they're going to find out that they cast the wrong person. It's incredible because we look at those people and we think, holy crap, <laughs> like, they're just like, they've got to be the most confident person in the world to do that job. But um, it's, it really helps to kind of learn about those examples because everyone goes through this. I don't think I've ever heard of anyone, like, at any level of success in any field who didn't experience this at some point. Um, I felt like this a ton when I started my podcast, um, when I started coaching people too, just like, um, you know, am I worthy of this? The whole thing. Um, I got an MBA a few years back and I was like afraid to tell people about it. I felt so awkward telling people about it because I was like, well, I must have just gotten lucky. Like, I don't know. This, this doesn't really make sense. Like, I couldn't have done that. Like, it's just you're used to, you don't even believe in your own accomplishments. It's the strangest thing. But we're all our own hardest critic. Um, and that's something that, you know, I'm, I'm so huge on teaching on. So now we kind of have a background of what imposter syndrome is. So how can we, how can we combat it? I think really immersing yourself into the books, the podcast, the personal development world helps so much. Being around and being involved with people who are experiencing the same thing. So maybe some of people can relate to this. If you are the biggest dreamer in your circle, if you are the most successful person in your circle, if you're the one out there, you know, working to go to the next step in life and you're with people who really aren't thinking that big, that could be a problem. You know, you you're you become the five people spend the most time around. I talk about this all the time, but if you're not around people who are out there in their careers dreaming big and chasing the things that you're chasing, you might feel like, you know, you're alone. You might not realize everyone else feels this way when they're chasing big dreams. So surround yourself with other people who are success-oriented and career-oriented, whether it's in real life, obviously that's preferable, or through books and podcasts and Facebook groups and Instagram, you know, following people that kind of relate to who are super career driven too because I know if you're listening to this podcast you know that's important to you so just reminding yourself that you're not the only one experiencing that and I think this is where if you can practice catching those feelings catching yourself kind of going down that rabbit hole and reminding yourself oh wait is that is this real is this feeling real this unworthiness this do I belong? Am I good enough? Like all of that. Is that real or is that imposter syndrome? Which basically is the same thing as fear and the ego. 
And just trying to catch yourself over and over and over in those moments and pull yourself back and forgive yourself and just say, okay, here I am. I realize this is a lie. I choose to overcome. And so this is where something you could do is putting a reminder to yourself. I like to use sticky notes. I have sticky notes. I'm like looking at them right now on the walls of my office. Um, I usually have one in my bathroom. That's here. so cute. Um, the background of your phone, just put like some type of affirmation or positive quote and let that be a reminder to yourself that when you start to get in this mindset of thinking, you know, you have this big goal, this big dream and thinking, oh, but I could never do that. That's for other people, but not me. Or when you start to go down a spiral, you'll use, you can use that to help you remind yourself of this imposter syndrome situation and to pull yourself back up and remind yourself how powerful you are and that if anyone else can do it, you can do it too. Yeah, I love that. I love that you mentioned surrounding yourself with kind of like-minded people because I don't know, I feel like there's just so many people like maybe they're like longtime friends and they're just not in the mm-hmm. same mindset. They're not maybe like as driven or as motivated and it does kind of like get you down it's almost like why am I doing this or like you feel kind of like crazy for like spending so much time on like a project or like worrying about it so much so I definitely um I'm just glad that you mentioned that because I think it's really important to have like-minded people around you and I also love what you mentioned about the reminders with the stickiness I think that's such a cute idea I've never done that before but maybe I will now so I love that so it's like anything you can do to like you're training your brain because the way our brains are hardwired, they were designed to keep us safe. They were designed so that when we encountered a tribe that didn't get along with our tribe, we felt fear that we were going to die because that was what would happen in that time of, of like our lives, right? So our brains were not developed for right. first world country living where, you know, things just aren't a physical threat, but they feel that way. It still sends the same signal to our brain that we might die same pathways that are used in that situation so it's just a process of rewiring your brain through repetition of convincing yourself like going back to reminding yourself that that's that those things that you feel make you feel afraid are not real and that you feeling like you'll never accomplish your dreams or you're always remain poor you're always stay broke or whatever the things are just reminding yourself oh wait that's not real that's that's just the fear ego part of my brain talking to me like the more times we can pull ourselves out of that remind ourselves to go back to the positivity and the belief in ourselves it's it becomes um more automatic in our brain so we'll automatically that'll start to become the way our brain becomes hardwired but most people it's just like set to like the setting where it just just worry and fear is like the main situation so we're just constantly worrying about the future being afraid and we need to really just um intentionally rewire that in our brains yeah that's so cool I love that you break it down to like almost a science on like why we feel that way because I think it just kind of normalizes why we feel like that and it kind of makes us feel better about feeling like that so yeah I love that you have like an explanation as to why we like subconsciously get all of these feelings I think it's so cool and just so interesting um it really is. I would love to um, just hear more about that. I'm sure on your podcast you talk about it more. So if y'all are interested in this, guys, you should definitely go check out her podcast. Again, that's Candid Confidence. Um, but I just had one Q&A question 
that came in through Instagram, and it was ways to confidently ask Ooh, for a raise. I love this. Get it, girl. Whoever submitted that, yes, go get yes. that raise. Um, so I, yeah, um, I don't think I've ever actually directly asked for a raise, but I've had to go to my boss and ask for things that were similar to a raise, and something that I, yeah, I guess this could apply to, like, a promotion or extra, like, yeah. responsibilities or just anything in that sense, just kind of, like, asking mm-hmm. for more in your job. Yeah, so if if I was going to ask for a raise, I'd probably start off with journaling on why I deserve that raise. I would cement those beliefs in my mind that I, I want to cur- – I almost curse. I don't know if we curse on this podcast. <laughs> you need to it's fine. decide <laughs> beyond a shadow of a doubt that you deserve that raise. And cement that into your mind through journaling it out, writing it out, making lists of the reasons you're qualified, making lists of why you deserve that. Get yourself really solid in that belief and that confidence within yourself because that, <laughs> when you carry that energy with you, people will see that, people will feel that, people will smell that. It's what attracts us to certain people. It's what attracts us to certain influencers presidential candidates anything in life is is truly their confidence and their belief it's it's like an energy that they're emitting so by doing that and and journaling on it and even meditating on it sitting there and just like thinking of yourself at the next level with the promotion or with the raise or having just been given the raise and being told you deserve this think about what that feels like in your body and try to sit there and just like be in those feelings and those emotions and then through that, you'll get yourself more confident. Once you're like, yes, I absolutely deserve this raise. Let's go get it. Um, pumping yourself up. So like, again, kind of listening to like some positive music, figuring out what that is for you, paying attention to how different genres of music make you feel, for example, figuring out what fires you up there, paying attention to what, how different outfits make you feel, you know, what clothes do you have that make you feel your best? Your energy is going to change based on that too. So just getting yourself really pumped up, um, visualizing it going well, of course, just reminding yourself that it's going to go well, picturing it already happening. And then I would definitely recommend more, more of like a strategic thing here would be to practice it. So to practice the script of what you're going to say, write it out, you know, write yourself out a script, practice it with a friend, um, practice it with whoever, but you know, your mom, anybody, anybody just kind of practice what you're going to say, have that person give you some obstacles, right? Have that person challenge you a little bit so you can practice, you know, explaining yourself there. Um, and then a little deeper into the strategy from a corporate standpoint would be why do you deserve that raise based on the company so like essentially what's in it for my boss what's in it for my company and then targeting what you're going to be saying to that so instead of making it really about you I mean you definitely want to outline your accomplishments um, but you want to really explain what's in it for them you know what do you bring to the table or what have you brought to to their table that they would want to keep you around and keep you happy for and make it positive make it you know hey, I'm here to win, like, I'm so into this job, I absolutely love my career with this company, here's what I need to help me stay motivated and go to the next level with you guys, and here's what my accomplishments have been that helped me get to this point of believing I could do the same with this company, or here's the things I've done over the past year working here that helped me deserve this. 
Um, know that most of the time, your boss is going to be damn proud of you. So even if it doesn't work out, that person's going to be like, oh, crap. Yeah, we've got, we've got a lady here who is, like, fired up, and she's awesome. We've got to keep her on the team. Maybe that boss has to go get it approved at corporate level, but he's going to be figuring out a way to make you happy regardless because he's going to identify that spark in you. And no matter what the position is or what the company is, everyone wants inspired and motivated people on their team, and they're going to do something for you to try and keep you around, even if they can't give you that raise. So it's always, always, always a good thing um, to just go out there and do. And again, putting your, stepping out of the comfort zone, right, in a big, big, big way, that alone is going to elevate you to the next level because you're taking a shot on yourself. You're taking a gamble on yourself. You're going all in. So whoever submitted that question, you're awesome. Go get that raise. And all of you, do it. Yeah, that's such a cool way to look at it, too. Um, I was just like while you were saying, I'm like, that's such like a neat way to look at it instead of being like, wow, I'm being such a burden by going to ask for more money. Like, oh, like why, why am I doing this to the company? It's more of like, no, like I'm asking for a raise because I like this job and I want to do more for the company. And like, that's just such a cool way of looking at it to me. I've never really thought about it like that. And I definitely think, think that's like a better way to go into it feeling like that rather than like, oh, like, no, like I'm just being like a burden by asking for this. So I think that's yeah, such a cool way of looking at it. Yeah, I wouldn't, but, I wouldn't um, recommend saying anything like, here's my expenses. I need this raise so I can, you know, pay for my rent. Like it's, it's not no. like, it's about you, but it's, it, you're selling yourself, right? That's a sales situation. Yeah, but just kind of like the mindset of it saying like in your head thinking like, you know, I want this raise because yeah. I want to stay with this company and I don't want to move on to another company and I know I bring value to this company so I'm asking for this raise so that I can you know stay motivated and I just think that's a cool way of looking at it going into it like with a mindset obviously I don't think I'd walk in to my boss's office and say like I want a raise because if you don't right, give it to exactly me I'll probably go to another company <laughs> so but but yeah it's just kind of a cool mindset to think of it in um but yeah I really appreciate you coming on today I feel so inspired after listening to all of that it's so cool I can't wait to go back and just like re-listen while I edit this and everything um, but yeah, so thank you for coming on again, guys, you can find her at, um, at candid confidence on, is it candid.confidence um, or just candid.confidence candid on Instagram and candidconfidence.com for your blog. Yep. Yep. So you can find her there and she is so helpful. Like, I mean, obviously you heard everything she said today, but it's really nice to be able to talk to her about like you know, specific, like, personal things that you have going on, and she is so helpful through all of it, and, yeah, I just highly recommend booking a session with her. How can people go about doing that? Do they just visit your website? Yeah, on my website, I have an area where you can book your free confidence call. Cool. So, definitely go check that out, guys, because she is so helpful, and she's helped me so much with this podcast, and I just really appreciate her. So, Leah, again, thank you so much for coming on today. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.